Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Thursday morning. Our morning mystery movie clip is coming up at 9.20. What's on the cut sheet part due coming up at 9.30. Still ahead this morning, what's on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and who won Twitter and YouTube today. But let's not keep this man waiting any longer. He's got a lot on his plate these days, but he's always kind enough to give us about 20 minutes of his time a couple of times a month. The great Donald J. Trump Woo. back with us this morning on Kale & Company. Mr. President, how are you this morning, sir? Well, it's a pleasure to join you again. You know, you have a tremendous show, and we know what we love to do for you with the ratings and everything. You know, it's uh, it's always a great, they call it a boost, they call it a bump, they call it uh, up, up, up like a rocket ship, you know that. And yeah. so uh, we love doing that for you. You have a tremendous show, and what I would consider, even though they call it the city of brotherly love, they don't love me a lot sometimes, but I think they're coming around, believe me. I would sure hope so, sir. Um, you know, it was very interesting watching Rachel Maddow and E. Jean Carroll this past week yucking it up on MSNBC on live television talking about how they plan on spending your money, the $83 million and the judgment that went against you. I don't know. This is just me speaking, Mr. Trump, but I don't think it's a good look for E. Jean Carroll to be kind of taking a victory lap and parade on television at your expense. Your thoughts on this? I'm sure you've seen the clips. Well, nothing's a good look for E. Jean Carroll. You know, it's impossible for a woman like that, you know, the creature to look good in any capacity. Oh, she's right. a terrible person. <laughs> and uh, she's a... She's a horrible, I got to tell you, she's a horrible person. You hear the things that she named her pets, her cats, and her dogs were named. Names we're probably not allowed to say on the radio, you know, when you think about it. And then you look at Rachel Madcow. I call her Rachel Madcow. That's what she is. And, you know, she was talking about her resignation. She's resigning. I don't think you heard that. She said she's resigning from MSNBC because the network has decided not to broadcast untrue things. And that's all she does. <laughs> she talks about Russia, Russia, Russia. She talked about pee-pee tapes and all sorts of terrible things. So she's going to have to resign soon because if the network is not broadcasting untrue things, her and Joyless Reed, who stole my hair too. Have you seen her hair? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're going to have to be gone soon if they want to start broadcasting the truth. Yes, and I'm glad you brought up Joyless Reed because she came off like a rookie, not realizing that she had a hot mic this past week. It was really a rough night for MSNBC. If you think about it, Mr. Trump, with Rachel and Joy back to back, she said Joe Biden is going to start another effing war. You know, I'm old enough, Mr. President, to remember when the media said you would be the one that got us into World War III, not Sleepy Joe. So Joy Reid has slowly been coming around, as I said before. You know, you look at it. She went from being bald to being somebody who copied my hair. Now she doesn't want wars. You know that? It's beautiful. Uh, you look at Crooked Joe, and you think, how could this guy get us into wars? He doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but that's what's happening he goes to the Vatican. He leaves some Tootsie Rolls. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> he goes to these summits. He falls asleep. Uh, he doesn't get along well with Putin. He doesn't get along well with, I call him Winnie the Pooh. That's Xi Jinping. And now he's letting people attack our troops. And they're doing it because we look weak. He's giving billions of dollars with a B to Iran. These are people who don't like us. And now there are wars that are starting all over the place because he's a disaster. And Joy Reid is coming around the mountain. You look at it. She says, you know, he's going to start another effing war, which I would never use that word, by the way. She used a terrible word. I'd never use that. <laughs> and 
it's horrible what he's doing, but she's starting to figure it out. The problem is when she thinks the mics are on, she says the totally fake news. It's horrible. Uh, but it's interesting to see that people are coming around. Maybe she's not admitting it, but I think she's going to vote for Trump. I think that's what's going to happen. That would be a beautiful thing and a hell of a plot twist, Mr. President. Donald Trump joining us here on Kale and Company. Speaking of madness, we'll stay with Joe, and we're going to tie in the fine young lady that nobody can seem to shake these days, and that is Taylor Swift. Um, I just kind of blew a gasket last segment. I said the madness has to end, and we still have 11 days of it. Uh, but your thoughts on her possible endorsement and how she factors in politically? Um, you know, We know she supported Joe in 2020. I mean, Vivek, one of your buddies, has floated out a theory about her endorsing Joe Biden at the Super Bowl. Uh, your thoughts on Taylor Swift getting involved in politics here? Well, I think we know Taylor Swift's deal. You know, she has for a very long time, and we're talking about since the beginning, you know, she says Romeo and Juliet, which, by the way, I taught William Shakespeare everything he knows, so Taylor, you're welcome <laughs> for the music. Uh, you know, I did very well with uh, William Shakespeare. I called him Billy. He's a tremendous guy. And he said to be, I said, to be or not to be. William said to me, he said, sir, that's brilliant. We're going to use that, Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I said, you could do that. It's beautiful, you know. And now these are the words that have transcended English poetry for a very long time. And Taylor Swift wants to use it. But we're looking at Taylor Swift. And for a very long time, from the beginning until now, including Travis Kelsey, she has continued to choose the wrong guy. She's done that. And if she endorses Joe Biden, we call that, because I know a lot about golf, Par for the course. <laughs> I don't do pars. I don't do pars. I do birdies and eagles. I do birdies and eagles like nobody's ever seen. If I'm not doing a hole-in-one, you know, on a good day, I golf a 17 on an 18-hole course. How does that happen? Because I'm tremendous. But you look at you look at Taylor Swift. She wants to endorse Joe. She can endorse Joe. She always chooses the wrong guy, and her jig is up. It's up. Everybody knows what she's doing, and... It's okay if that happens because we're still going to win bigly. We're going to win bigly, and she'll write a song and cry about it. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> well, Mr. President, we know uh, many people are looking at a variety of demographics and sections of the population. Uh, you look at the female vote, which probably working against you right now. You're doing incredibly well with the Hispanic vote. One poll has you in the lead. First time ever in the history of said poll that you have the lead with the Hispanic vote for, for a Republican standpoint. But now also Snoop Dogg has come out and he said he has nothing but love for you after what you did with uh, the pardoning of a sentence for somebody that he is closely affiliated to. Uh, do you think that the black voter will ditch Joe Biden this fall? And will you have maybe the biggest level of success you've ever had within the black community this time around? Well, nobody loves blacks like I do. You know, they are tremendous people and they love me. I love them. And we do very well with the black vote. And you talk about Snoop Dogg. He's a tremendous guy. And for a long time, he said he didn't like me. Now he says he loves and he respects me. And I look at that and I said, this is a fantastic guy right here. And just think about it. Look at the lawn signs all over the place. You saw Trump Pence all over the place. Unfortunately, it was Pence. We're thinking about it, and I'm probably going to do it. Trump Dog 2024. Think about that. <laughs> Trump Dog. He could be my running mate. He could be my running mate. And he has he has good hair, too. We're going to be does. putting hairdos on the ticket. We're going to put it at Trump Dog 2024. He is the D-O-double-G. 
and we love this guy. We really do. We love this guy, and he loves me. He says that, which meets the qualifications to be my vice president. If you love me, you have a shot. And so uh, we're thinking about Trump dog. 2024 <laughs> unstoppable <laughs> ticket he's a beautiful dog a talented dog and we love the guy we love the guy he's on to something there trump dog 20 it's got a catchy tone yeah, to it, it i like it i wouldn't rule it out <laughs> mr trump you know the media when we talk about the border uh they finally have come around you know the msnbc's the cnn's they're all willing to admit it's a crisis but i recall the media criticizing you over border comments in the past the wall would be racist electrified fences and alligators would be too much, as if national security with a strong deterrent is a bad thing. Uh, an open border is no border at all, but we've reached epic crisis level in this country, thanks in part to this administration and the puppet Alejandro Mayorkas. Do you think that this impeachment is going to result in any change with this administration as we come down the stretch here? Well, Mallorca should be impeached because they impeached me twice. There was impeachment hoax number one over a perfect phone call. There was impeachment hoax number two over what Chuck Schumer got wrong on the floor. He meant to say insurrection. He said something completely different. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. And that will live on the Senate archives for a long time. Chuck Schumer said, I incited something on the Senate floor. We're not going to talk about that. But you look at alligators. You know, I got along very well with reptiles, including Crooked Hillary Clinton, for a long time. And you see this idea putting the gators on the border. And they think it's a joke. It's not a joke. These things would be, you put them there, they look like dinosaurs. Incredible. <laughs> but if you look at that, they say it's terrible to feed migrants to alligators. We don't want to do that. But it's a hell of a lot better thing to go to than New York City or Philadelphia. <laughs> that much I can say. Yes. They'll live a lot longer. These gators will, and these illegals will last a lot longer with the alligators <laughs> than they will in a place like Chicago with all the crime because of Democrat-run city. So when you think about it, we're actually doing them a favor to put it's them true. into a pit or a moat or a trench yeah. with the gators. These are tremendous animals, and we got to look very well with them. I would agree. Alligator moats safer than Philadelphia, Chicago. Who knew? It's a very interesting Ouch. point. Yeah. This is the kind of groundbreaking analysis you only get on this program it's from true. this president. Uh, Mr. President, final one for you. Um, I think Fannie Willis's days should be numbered. I'm not sure how she doesn't get disbarred. Uh, but the fraud known as Fannie has now been subpoenaed to testify in your case. Uh, do you think her day? practicing law are now numbered well we'll see if the court system is rigged but i congratulated fanny willis she just uh achieved a monumental award uh she finally you know she has a lover just like lisa page and peter stroke just like nimrod nimrada you know that nikki haley i call her the escapade and an escalade it's incredible but you see what we're talking about fanny willis has a secret lover his name is nathan wade his name is nathan wade and I congratulated Fanny because she has dethroned the legend Joey Chestnut. She is the new Nathan's hot dog eating champion. She's eaten the hot dog like nobody's Mustard. ever seen. And lots of condiments, that much I can tell you. Uh, but she is uh, she's doing a tremendous job with Nathan Wade. And uh, you heard all about it. And it runs in the, I guess... It runs with that kind of company. People who don't like me seem to be doing things they're not supposed to be doing. Haley, you've got Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, Kamala Harris with Willie and Montel. I got along very well with them. Not as well as she got along with them, but they got along very well with me. And Fanny Willis, you see that. A lot of other people, too. 
doing things they're not supposed to do. Her days are numbered, and her case is a sham, and the whole world is seeing it, and we're very excited about it. Believe me. There he is, Mr. President Donald J. Trump. Great work, as always. Our pal Sean Farage is with us. And Sean, coming up on uh, Monday, February 19th, uh, surprisingly on President's Day, as you go from being (laughs) President Trump getting back to your normal self, you will be hosting Kale & Company. So we're looking forward to having you back in, man. Oh, I'm so excited to be back in, especially on President's Day. We're going to have a lot of fun. You know, it's uh, we, we there's there's a lot of different takes that we could do for for President's Day. It's going to be another fun four hours. Can't wait to be rocking it with uh, this great audience you got. Whether it's the the folks who are watching on YouTube for a long time, everybody on uh, you know listening to it on on the radio. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. I'm excited to do it again. I'm um, excited for the opportunity, thankful for the opportunity, and just totally, totally pumped to get back and, and do that show again. It was a blast last time. No question, and the reaction was great, so we're glad to have you back in. So let's get to a couple of the issues. I started off the show this morning talking about the border. We played a bunch of clips of you know Mayorkas and the Binder, uh, Joe and Kamala reiterating the border secure, the border secure. And then you have recent clips with Mayorkas saying the border is secure. And there's a clip of Joe where he's asked at a function or some sort of loud gathering if he believes the border is secure. And he's like, no, no, I've been saying for 10 years it's not secure. I mean, an open border, in my opinion, is no border at all. And to my knowledge, all he would have to do, and we're referring to Biden here, is undo with the stroke of a pen everything he did within his first few days in office in 2021, put the Trump policies back into effect. And presumably, we would have a much better, safer border. What's, what's your take on this latest crisis and disaster that has now led to two articles of impeachment against Alejandro Mayorkas? Yeah, this border situation, it just blows my mind. Because when you have an administration like Biden, right, with whether it's Corinne Jean-Pierre or it's the circle back girl, Jen Psaki, or it's Mayorkas or any of these people, uh, they tell you that it's secure, it's secure, it's secure. And then we watch as people just walk across, you know, portions of Arizona, portions of Texas, portions of California. And I go, all right, is your home that would you consider your home secure if anybody just came right in, raided your fridge and walked out? I mean, of course not. Right. That's why a lot of these people live behind walls, gates. I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi's house. Laura Loomer had to climb over the gate to do what she did on Pelosi's front lawn and then climb back over the gate. You know, this was a couple of years ago, but I've been saying this literally since 2012 when I was in college and political science was my minor, right? And I said this to trigger the the liberal crazies in the back of the classroom. This is when I was starting to turn into a conservative. And I raised my hand. I had a conservative professor. I said, let me ask you a question. Do you think we can solve two problems at once by building a wall on the southern border? We can create jobs. We can reform immigration. That was a racist thing to say. They went absolutely berserk 2012. So you know how I said like, William Shakespeare stole Trump's idea. Trump stole my idea. I came up with the wall. Okay, so you're welcome, Mr. President. <laughs> so, so that's why I stole his voice. You see, yeah. it's eye for an eye like Hammurabi. <laughs> but like, you know, this is the, the border needs to be secured. And I, I, I say this all the time. It's the same argument, in my opinion, as why you can't let men in the the, 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 the female restroom, in the ladies restroom. Right. It's not about you hate trans people or you hate the whole ideology. To me, it's like, look. You're, you're probably right. 90 plus percent of people who identify as transgender truly are confused and just want to feel comfortable. Fine. That's not my problem. It's the 1% of people that are using that and exploiting that as a means of, of, of acquiring their prey, right? Yep. It's, it's like, and you have the southern border. You have 
like actual really dangerous terrorist people coming across the southern border, including a Somalian terrorist who was found in what state? Minnesota, which is where Ilhan Omar is from, yep. where she said, oh, yeah, I, I represent Somalia's interest. Right. So, I mean, these aren't coincidences anymore. These are dots that are being connected and showing you that this is a, an invasion, an infiltration and now potentially an occupation by foreign forces in the United States. And so for Biden to come out and say, well, oh, the border's secure. You know, it's like him saying he grew up in black churches in a Puerto Rican community around synagogues, you know, with Chinese people. <laughs> this is just him in the civil rights movement, right? Like yep. this is him just making things up as he goes along. And people are, I, I really do believe people are getting tired of it. I would agree. And you make a great point. The the, the most ardent uh, of people as far as opposing a wall politically are the ones that live in gated communities behind walls. It's really yeah. a fascinating hypocrisy. You mentioned terrorists, and this was a remarkable vote yesterday. 422 to 2 in regards to whether or not terrorists from October 7th in the Hamas attack on Israel should ever be permitted to enter the country. And the two people that voted yes out of the 422 that voted no was Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush. It's been a bad week for Cori Bush, but I'm still trying to wrap my head around how you could ever vote yes to somebody that's a terrorist willing to kill innocent people. Who are these people placating to? Is there a, a big Muslim contingency in the districts they represent? That's got to be the only conclusion I can arrive at. Well, Rashida Tlaib has a huge Muslim contingency. I think Dearborn, Michigan, I'm, I, I don't know her district very well, but I believe that's either part of her district or close to her district, or she draws a lot of support from the, the Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan, which is funny because there was a major protest a couple of years ago in Dearborn, Michigan, the Muslim community was protesting left-wing ideology uh, being, you know, uh, used in the schools in terms of the gender stuff, because mm-hmm. that doesn't fly in a Muslim household. Right. Okay, you can't be a, a Muslim man and say, "I feel like a girl today. I'm going to wear a dress." Like that's a no-no <laughs> yeah. in that community. So, you know, they were protesting the left there, and now they see that the left is inherently anti. Not all of them. I don't want to paint them with a broad brush because there's a lot who just want to coexist peacefully. But then there's the radicals like Rashida Tlaib. I call her Piggy Smalls, the notorious <laughs> CIG, because she's horrible. She's a terrible person. I mean, this is somebody who outside talk about the big lie, right? They always say Donald Trump stole an election. Big lie. This is somebody who outside of the Capitol was at a protest for a ceasefire, despite the group Hamas saying they seek a permanent war with Israel, right? So that doesn't sound like a ceasefire to me, right? That sounds like a permanent war, not a ceasefire. She was out there talking about how Israel bombed a hospital in Gaza. This was a day and a half after that story got debunked, and she did it to rile up that crowd. That crowd wound up inside of federal buildings during official proceedings in Washington, D.C. Why was she not charged or why was she not? See, Trump was never charged with inciting an insurrection. But why was she not, in the court of public opinion, indicted for uh, inciting an insurrection? Never going to happen, right, when it comes to the fake news. So she is a horrible person. That vote for me, obviously, I said it before, but like par for the course for Rashida Tlaib. 
Something's got to be done about this woman. If George Santos is not allowed in Congress for lying about his background, which, I mean, we could talk about ethics all day. I'm not saying that lying is okay. But if he's not going to be allowed in Congress for lying, she's got to get expelled from Congress for being honest and telling you that she hates this country because she does. And she doesn't care if people around this country die. Yep. Well said. Totally agree. Sean Farage, he's going to be in on President's Day, Monday, February 19th. Great stuff as always, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There he is, Sean, joining us as he does uh, a couple of times a month here on Kale and yeah, Company. He's the best. He'll probably be on with us again before uh, his um, his uh, guest hosting. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we'll get him back on the next two weeks. Yep. All right, 921, let's get to our morning mystery movie clip. And now, the morning mystery movie clip on Kale and Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Lance Corporal Schofield, sir. Eight. I have orders from General Erinmore to call off this attack. You're too late, Lance Corporal. Sir, these orders are from Army Command. You have to read them. Shall we hurl back the second wave, sir? No, Major. Hesitate now. We lose. Victory's only 500 yards away. Sir, please read the letter. I have heard it all before. I'm not going to wait until dusk or for fog. I'm not calling back my men only to send them out there again tomorrow. Not when we've got the bastards on the run. This is their last stand. The Germans planned this, sir. They've been planning it for months. They want you to attack. Read the letter. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win this great prize. And today, another pair of tickets to Major League Wrestling Super Fight this Saturday, February 3rd at the 2300 Arena in South Philadelphia. For more information and tickets, visit MLW2300.com. Caller 12, 855-833-1210 is the phone number. Caller 12, 855-839-1210. Come back and see if we get our winner. Best of luck if you want those wrestling tickets. Major League Wrestling Super Fight this Saturday in South Philadelphia. Back after this, Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Hopefully all of you having a great start to your day. Don't forget tonight, Parks Comedy Night. Zioli will be out there. I'm just basically going to have a drink. Well, I'm going to support Rich, too, but it's really that drink I'm kind of craving. Looking forward to that. Dry January in the books. Drinking Hel- problem. Call Hel- <laughs> Hello, damp February. <laughs> Damp February. Yeah. <laughs> Splash around a little bit tonight. It's a Nick Kale problem. Yeah. Cut sheet part due coming up in a little bit. What's on tap for the Dawn Show today in music history and who won Twitter and YouTube today? Right now, though, we have to find out who won our, uh, our wrestling tickets because we have Kate in Bear, Delaware, who has identified the morning mystery movie clip. Kate, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? We are doing well. What movie did we just play for you? 1917, an awesome movie. That is correct. Yes. Which came out in 2019. Congratulations, Kate. Uh, You have won the Major League Wrestling tickets. Okay. There she is. (laughs) Kate, Kate, a big Major League Wrestling fan. Kate's going to go there with a big sign. (laughs) In her voice. Yeah, you know what we should do? For for anybody that's listening right now that has won Major League Wrestling tickets this past week, and for somebody that will win tomorrow... I'm assuming down at the 2300 Arena, they allow you to bring in signs. Sure. You need to take in a Kale & Company cardboard sign. Agreed. Agreed. 
Remember back in the day when wrestling there was nothing but signs in the crowd? It was amazing. It was, it was you amazing couldn't even see people's see. heads. Yeah. It was just like 20,000 signs. I tried to, in full disclosure, I tried to get you as the guest ring announcer <laughs> for this, uh, but they said that they don't have ring announcers. For oh, this, really? Which is odd. Like, I don't know how you know who's coming down to the ring. Right. Well, I, I'll, I'll gladly offer my services to be the referee. I have my old Foot Locker uh, referee shirt at home somewhere. I could uh, yeah. dust that off. And you imagine me in a wrestling ring as a referee getting hit in the head with like a brass <laughs> knuckles and falling down to the ground. I'd sell it beautifully. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Uh, we're going to get to the cut sheet uh, part due in about three or four minutes here. I do. I teased this earlier. This is kind of a fascinating story. It's probably more internet speculation than reality. But we talked about the Costco story a couple of days ago where you can return stuff two and a half years later like a couch that's been used and get your money back. Well, there's apparently this lady who is, uh, she goes by the name Crystal Christensen, and she uh, apparently is a survival expert on TikTok. I guess there's experts in every category on TikTok. And apparently, Crystal Christensen shared a TikTok clip of Costco, and they sell these things that they call emergency meal kits. And it prompted people on the web. I love how they say that, the web. We haven't used that word in years. Uh, it, It prompted people on social media to question what the store knew that Americans and citizens do not know. And the video shows two emergency meal kits that are priced between $64 and $80, respectively. And Costco has engulfed, has become engulfed in this wild doomsday conspiracy theory after this um, influencer showed the emergency meal kits. And she's got about 96,000 followers on TikTok. And apparently you can buy these at Costco. And they range in price from sixty three ninety nine up to seventy nine ninety nine. And this video got over four point three million views. And this emergency doomsday meal kit, uh, this one that is sixty three ninety nine specifically, it offers one hundred and thirty two servings of various pasta based meals. So a lot of carbs. And it goes on to say that they also have what they call Mountain House emergency meal kits these cost 79.99 so a little more expensive and they have 28 servings and this kit includes servings of beef stroganoff Mm. scrambled eggs Mm -hmm. chicken chicken and dumplings yeah lasagna and granola it's a new item that costco hasn't had before and now they have thrown in with this package called mountain house Freeze-dried ice cream sandwiches. Sure. I don't know what freeze-dried ice cream... What are they, like those... uh, The little chocolate one with like the vanilla ice cream in between? I used to eat those as kids. I don't know if that's what they're referring to. And people on the internet have been going nuts about this because they're trying to figure out why Costco is selling what they brand and advertise as emergency-based meal kits. I've been reading a lot of stuff lately. A lot of it's probably fabricated, and that's a me problem. People are worried about World War Three and Doomsday and, you know, the potential nuclear war. You've seen some of these real wealthy millionaires and billionaires talking about, like, building underground bunkers and yeah, stuff like sure. that. Um, is Costco on to something that we should be aware of? I mean, we should, you know, oh, what we should... oh, this is a whole industry, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole this industry. Right? Yeah. Oh, but Nutrient. Yeah. All Amer- these survival kits? So Okay, so let's forget, like, you know, World War Three and nuclear war. These things have existed before this speculation has come up in the last year or so. 
So what are these for? Like in case you lose power in like a natural disaster or I never heard of emergency-based right. meal kits. Hang on. There's something at my desk. Anthony Dorenzo, if you're listening right now, can you run to my desk real fast? <laughs> next to next to my chair, there is a – there's like a ration kit. It's a survival kit. Somebody sent it to – actually, his father. Somebody sent it to Dave Dorenzo. Yeah. And it has all kinds of like food like that in there. And he wanted us to like try it on air because he said it's actually really good. So, okay. Anthony, if you can go grab that real fast if you're listening. So this is not a new phenomenon no. that, we're, that we're talking about no. here. No, not okay. at all. Do you guys have any of these at home? No. Of course. Yeah, Don you, does. You, Don's got a whole Don, pantry. Don thinks the end of the world is coming very soon. I mean, like, you know, I, I know we live in a society, hey, here comes a snowstorm. Let's get, like, 12 days worth of food for four inches of snow. But, like, people actually prepare for these types of things and live in that mindset. I, yeah. Yes. I, I can't operate A lot of our like listeners that. do, yes. bro. I, I, can't, I can't get it. You, you know. You've, okay. never, you've seriously never heard of this. No. Emergency kits? What are you anticipating happening in Pennsylvania? Well, Nuclear first of, war. I mean, you know, these are turbulent times. I mean, I lived in Nashville, and they get a lot of tornadoes in the south. I, I I never came across any of my friends or buddies in the South that were like, "Yeah, you want to you want to see my emergency stash in case we get a tornado." Peter S on the YouTube chat says, "Nick forever lives in the '90s. I can't <laughs> believe he is he hasn't heard of the emergency meal kits." No, wow. No, I just don't live in fear. They used to be. They used to sponsor not this not this station, but like some national shows on our station. They used to have. Actually, Mark Levin probably still has. You I, know. I mean, I could understand or I could see people saying, okay, what, what are some of like the non-perishables that you can keep in your pantry for a long time that don't expire? Yeah, but like, I didn't know some of these retailers, like these big box companies, were like branding and advertising. I thought you just kind of grabbed, all right, let's grab some rice. Let's grab some Quaker Chewies. Uh, let's grab some pastas. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, we'll set that aside. I didn't know that they came in actually like branded I packages. I can't believe Everybody's like, really? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Me you think I'm playing radio here? You can I bring am... it in. Bring it's, it in. So Anthony Dorenzo is... Okay, that was the quickest Anthony has moved in 18 months. <laughs> so this is courtesy of his dad? His dad gave this to us from a listener. Who I will see tonight at Parks. There are... You're doing... Yeah, bring it over here. Bring it over this way. Watch. Don't hit the cord because it cuts out my ear. You can go to YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210WPHD if you want to see right, this So what video. do we got? What is this? Uh, spaghetti and beef. Menu for four. Spaghetti with beef and sauce. Yep. That's got to taste like trash. <laughs> uh, chicken chunks, white and cooked. Oh. Sounds, <laughs> sounds racist. Uh, menu one, chili with beans. I'll be in the can in eight minutes. <laughs> Uh, menu three, chicken noodles and vegetables in sauce. All right, you know, rainy day, you know, a cup of soup. We'll give the, wait, before we're doing this, give whatever company that is a plug. So okay, I didn't, I didn't know if you wanted yeah, to No, that. no, I mean, okay. it's, yeah. Um, MRE, meal ready to eat. Yep. Menu nine. Menu nine. Menu, okay. Yeah, these are all numbered. By the way, Anthony, this is from your dad. These look like packages of coffee, <laughs> don't they? Is this a sponsor? Like, what's No, no, no. It's not a sponsor. No, you got it from just... a listener. <laughs> okay. This is remarkable. Can we can, can we... we send Dorenzo to Costco and see what those kits look like? Can we try and you can look uh, online? Can yeah. we can we try and make one? Menu... You try and make one. You want me to make one? I can try. I'll make one over the weekend. Let's yeah. Try and there's no football this weekend. I'll have time. Try and make one. Yeah. So there you go. That's a good idea. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. A lot before, of free, uh, freeze-dried fruit. Before things Anthony does this, Dawn, yeah. are you all set for your program before I have him do this? Are you all set for your program? Well, of if, course. Okay. If not. Anthony, you are fired. <laughs> well, these bags in here now. We don't have to do it now. We can do it tomorrow. Yeah. It's late uh, in the show, so we can do it tomorrow. I mean, I know, I know when you're These, trying lot, to survive, you know, the food doesn't have to be great. A lot of it. these items have a shelf life of 25 years. <laughs> so no matter what person, happens, wait, you're I, ready. I got to say this, Dawn, for, for you, for somebody who, like, you always want fresh yes. everything. And if something is even a second expired or yes. two days from being expired, you throw it out. You're keeping this stuff in your house? But I, th- I think you have to always be prepared. Well, Don also sees pedophiles around every corner, so I mean, <laughs> this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. You have to be prepared, people. You how never long, know. How long does it take to make one of those things? Does it say? Uh, They're very no. Uh, it's easy. This is not complicated. Yeah. It, it all you know. Honestly, when you're holding the bag, it just feels like mixed powder. Does it? Yeah. I wouldn't feed my dog that stuff. No, the truth is some of it's like astronaut food. You know what I mean? It's like what astronauts would, depending on what you get. Phil, yeah. tell Phil, tell Anthony that if he can make one before the end of the show <laughs> to do it, because I'm dying. To before see the end case. of the show? Well, it's the, yeah. We're out of here in 16 minutes. But who's counting? <laughs> I mean, I know those meals are probably quick, but I don't know. 22 minutes. 22 minutes? Oh, that's true. Dawn Show starts in 22 minutes. All right, let's get to uh, a Thursday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2. What's on the Cut Sheet? I do. What's on the Cut Sheet Part 2 is sponsored by Turn 7 Liquidations. Overstock emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls immediately. No games. All name brand merchandise from the biggest online retailer. Sacrifice up to 90% off. Turn 7. Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall. Hurry! Turn 7 liquidations. Thank you, Turn 7, for sponsoring the ever-important edition of uh, Thursday, the Thursday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. Um, I'm sorry, I'm distracted just by this because I'm what? You're fascinated texts. by the meals. I'm just, I'm just fascinated by you not knowing. <laughs> You've never heard of, of <laughs> survival meals. Not, not branded, advertised, and packaged. I figure the Americans just kind of concocted their own little... I mean, they got to be okay. They have to be okay, right? Listen to me. I sound like you. Yeah. <laughs> can't they're good. nutritious. They're shelf... It's called shelf-stable. So yeah. they have a shelf life, but they also have nutrition. They're usually freeze-dried, things okay. of that nature. Um, look, I'm going to play this clip because this is... I think it's funny. This is cut uh, 15, I think, the Joe Biden uh, Phil. Uh, clip fill whatever one that is so he, he's at the national prayer breakfast this morning mm-hmm. and look i'm i'm not a religious person so i don't care but he, he, he dropped the hell word and like what what is he doing like i, I just know your audience bro uh exactly <laughs> cut 15 phil go my prayer my hope is we continue to believe our best days are ahead of us that as a nation we continue to believe in honesty, decency, dignity, and respect. We see each other not as enemies, but as fellow human beings, each made in the image of God, each precious in his sight. We leave no one behind. We believe everyone deserves a fair shot. We give hate no safe harbor. Together we believe in America. That's my prayer. Remember who we are. We're the United States of America. There's nothing 
and I mean this sincerely, nothing beyond our capacity if we act together. We're the only nation in the world that's come out of every crisis stronger than we went in when we act together. My prayer for all of you in my church, we've taken the 22nd Psalm and turned it into a, a hymn. It says, He will raise you up on eagles' wings and bear you on the breath of dawn and make you to shine like the sun. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. That's sincerely my prayer to all of you. We have really tough, tough differences. We really go at one another. But remember, let's remember who the hell we are. We are. <laughs> the United States of America. All- and I'm not going to tolerate any more effing guff. <laughs> start dropping other curses. I just, you know, oh, oh my lord! <laughs> now, was that at the uh, black church? Was that the synagogue? No, this what, is, what, what religious? Um... This is the national prayer breakfast. Oh, so it's okay. not denominational, oh, exactly. But, okay. I mean, it, come on, yeah. <laughs> come on. But you know, I mean, not that he's, uh, you know, uh, you know, the most religious guy in my opinion, and he's a very divisive individual. But it wasn't a terrible speech until he dropped it at the end there. Like you know, he he took the ball down the field relatively well. For uh, the quality of which he can, you know, tote the rock down the football field at this point in his life, and then he fumbled around the seven yard line. <laughs> oh my god, that's unbelievable! Wow. I mean, uh, like Don, as the most religious person on the show, are you are you offended by that? Offended is the wrong yeah, word. Yeah, no, I know it's it just yeah. he he's like he's in a he's just so inappropriate <laughs> and. And he's saying we have to remember who we are. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> How the f did I get here? Uh, oh, oh, hello, my. I mean, it's just it's embarrassing. It's so bad. Who said that? Jesus Christ! I, don't know. I know exactly. That's. I mean, basically, that's what you you're cringing, just hoping that's not what he said next. Yep. And th- he loves to talk about there's nothing beyond our capacity and capabilities. That's a that's a, a uh, cliche that he's been using for a long time, and he always likes, likes to qualify by that's not a joke. Yeah. yeah, I'm not kidding. And by the way, he references Psalm 22, which is is David. It's written by David, so it's from his viewpoint that he's talking about feeling abandoned by God, which is, I think, completely relevant because we feel abandoned yeah. by our president and, our and president his policies. America last. <laughs> uh, Representative Ayanna Presley, another member of the squad, uh, took to the House floor yesterday and accused Walgreens of racism for closing stores. Oh. Uh, not because th- these areas and these stores are overrun by theft and crime. Uh, racism because it's primarily black and brown neighborhoods that these things happen in. Yep. Cut 14, Phil, go. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take them and they take with them baby formula diapers asthma inhalers life-saving medications and of course jobs these closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent they are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination Mm -hmm. that is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens CEO why was there no community input no adequate notice to customers and no transition resources to prevent gaps 
in healthcare. Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities. Well, Ayanna, I'll just fill you in on the way this works. They were tired of locking up diapers because we don't lock up the criminals in these cities because your policies, your left-wing progressive policies, do not enforce the law. So Walgreens eventually arrives at the point, you know what, we are losing product hand over fist we've already told our employees not to intervene and interfere and try to stop the shoplifter and eventually we reach our breaking point where you know what it is a losing endeavor so you cause this problem squad dems the question should be in my opinion if i'm ayanna presley in that group it should be why are these stores closing in predominantly black and brown neighborhoods because they're not closing because that it's like ah Close up shop here because there's theft and all kinds of nonsense going on there. Mm-hmm. So m- maybe we should focus on cleaning up those communities mm-hmm. that these those neighborhoods that these stores feel like they're n- it's not safe enough for them to operate in. Every, right? Everything that these progressive policies touch, they destroy. Yep. And then they claim racism as the reason to why the economy or big box corporations are close. I mean, none of these stores exist in San Francisco anymore. Yeah. The Pacific Northwest, Oregon, Los Angeles, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. But like I'm not I'm not going to keep losing my product because the politicians mm-hmm. have overseen the the rise of crime and have said, "Hey, district attorneys, hey police, no cash bail. Don't 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 punish these people." Yep. It's Garbage. unbelievable. All right, we got a break. Yep. Elections have consequences. We'll come back and put a bow on today's show with what's on tap for the Dawn show uh, today in music history and who won Twitter today. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. You know, I talk all the time about the power of the Piazza Auto Group, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware. Right now, I'm working on a fun deal, and you could go to Piazza Auto Group and actually a trade-in deal for my, my Honda minivan right now. But I love Piazza. And I'm so grateful to be able to be part of the welcome, the congratulations to two new members now who are joining the Piazza family of dealerships. Piazza is so excited about this. Infinity Ardmore, as well as Maserati of the Mainline, both located right there on Lancaster Avenue. You're going to get the very same first-class customer experience you always get. And that's what the Piazza family of dealerships brings forth And you've certainly come to expect it from Piazza Premium Automobiles. So find your newer certified pre-owned Infiniti, Maserati, or other Piazza luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and so much more at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaPremiumAutos.com. Make sure you tell them Dawn sent you. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Thursday morning, winding things down. The Dawn Show coming up at the top of the hour. And we find out what she has lined up just nine minutes out. Yeah, so since you talked about home security, I'll tell you something I recently did as far as how easy it is to search your home on Google Maps or Google Street and that you have the right to privacy and actually blur out your home from that so true yeah so i'm gonna take i'm gonna give those i'm gonna take you know take everybody through that 
just so that you're armed with that information if that's something you want to do. Very cool. Because yeah. of criminals, we have all this burglary. Yes. You know what I mean? So I think that's important to talk about. One of the most, one of the scariest stories I saw, Nick, I think this was in your stack a few days ago, but we never got to it. The guy who dressed up as a delivery driver. Yes. And and just knocked on somebody's door yep. and said, hey, I'm here to blah, 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 and, and had a gun and they yeah. brought him in and like robbed and, mm-hmm. and just like, it's unbelievable. Yep. Technology can work both ways, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're very brazen and so... Uh, we had a guy dressed in red, the red cap, looked official, coming to. Now, he saw our security system and the cameras and then put the head down and turned. You know what I mean? But you have to think about that. We have all these criminals yeah. and burglars and rings and whatnot. So we'll take you my, through that. My neighbor always answers the door. With shotgun? Well, no, he, <laughs> he has his gun on him. Yeah, good. When he doesn't know I don't blame who's him. on the other side. I don't blame him. Either. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Of course, Larry walk, walks out in his stocking feet. Oh, you're moving. Look at Oh, my God. He's got, he's got chocolate syrup on his face. Can I help you? Like, come on in. <laughs> Here's the handy dish. <laughs> Let me look at You can look at the house. Yeah. Look, come on in. Beautiful. Like a cup of coffee? I know. So we'll talk about that. Um, we have a special guest coming up early uh, talking about taxpayer watchdog groups and conservative policy analysts we'll have that coming up in the 10 a.m hour and our friend sergeant betsy brantner smith will do a great breakdown coming up at 11 it's jam-packed Woo-hoo. and then we're watching for the latest ruling it's going to come down any minute we're told this is judge and goron the trump dynasty and business will this judge does he the judge seems to have this all the trump the trump business right in his hands mm-hmm. it's yes, crazy it Historic ruling could be coming down any minute. Okay, looking forward to that. The Dawn Show's six minutes out as we get to a Thursday edition of Today in Music History. What happened on this day in music history? Music history on Kaylin Company. Today, February 1st, we celebrate the birthdays of Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Janie Lane of Warrant. Notable albums released today include Tesla's The Great Radio Controversy in 89, Frontiers by Journey in 83, Neil Young's Harvest in 72, and Sweet Baby Jane's by James Taylor in 1970. A couple notable singles released today include Blondie's Call Me and What I Like About You by The Romantics, both in 1980. And lastly, on this day in 85, Glenn Fry made his acting debut on Miami Vice, <laughs> and Springsteen played the halftime show in 2009. For Kale and Company, wow. I'm Phil Onquist. There it is. Today in music history. And don't forget, you can catch Phil uh, Wednesday nights from uh, midnight to 3 a.m. on some station in Hatboro. Yep. Nice. There you go. Yep. I was thinking he would give us his biography at the end. Of, at the uh... No, he he's going to do it every Wednesday because he does the show on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesdays, just Wednesdays. So, okay. so it'll be uh, yeah. Wednesday. There so, you go. Uh, nice work, Phil. By the way, 2009, the Super Bowl was early, huh? Was it earlier than, like, it's it's. it's I was thinking later. about this. I, it's getting later and later it every is. year. What is it, the 11th this year or it the 12th? Is. It's the 11th. There was a time, I think it was the Giants-Bills in 1990 when Norwood missed that field goal yep. wide right. That game was played on like January 25th. Yeah. It's just amazing how we just draw everything out now. Well, it's because they added... It's for TV. Didn't they add two more games, Well, they, Yeah, they've added more teams and more rounds and everything yeah. as well. Yeah. So, All right, uh, let's get to uh, who won Twitter and YouTube today. Who won Twitter? I'm just going to do Twitter. YouTube is too hard because the, the no the the comments come in too fast and furious. Jim yeah. O'Connell wins Twitter. He says new segment idea for Kale and Company. What di- what Nick doesn't know? 
<laughs> Warning, it might take longer than the cut sheet. <laughs> we, we can fill up four hours with that. It's not a bad idea to I just come, come up with some, like, four or five different things and see if you've ever heard of them. But, I, I mean, I could lie about every single one. Well, no, no. We would need some some explanation. Okay. You know? Yeah, we could do that. We can do that like once a week, once a month, I, something like that. I, I'm going to. I pledge to you that I'm going to come up with that for tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Because I'm I'm interested to see. Because we know you don't know what the on the family right survivor prepper kits. Yep. So yeah, yeah. When Central Air was created. Yep. This will, what, be, this will be fun. What teachers make? <laughs> what teachers make? What what police officers' salaries are? Uh, As my old man once said, "I know what I know, and I know what I don't." Yep. I don't even know if that makes sense, but he used to say that. All right, that'll do it for us. Have a great rest of your Thursday. If you're out in uh, Ben Salem, stop by and see Zioli tonight. I'll be out there with Rich hanging out, having a good time. The Dawn Show. Uh, that's coming up next. And as Joe Biden would say, "If I were smart, I'd say thank you and leave." Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.